0: Sophie Washington, Queen of the Bee, Chapter 8, Granny Washington. I rush to my locker after sixth period on Friday. Hey girl, what are you doing this weekend? Chloe starts in. I can't talk now. Mom is waiting with a big surprise. I grab my backpack and speed walk to the carpool line. This is the quickest I've ever seen you make it from class, says Mom, after I slam the car door shut. You've got to tell me what the surprise is, I exclaim. Cole comes in from the from his carpool area and shows Mom an A paper he earned in math. Great job, Hotshot. Now's the time to tell you the neat surprise we have planned for this weekend, Mom says, as she drives down the road. Dad has a dental conference in Austin tomorrow, and I'm joining him. Your granny Washington is going to stay with you tonight and part of tomorrow. Cole and I cheer and give each other a high five. We love it when our parents go out and leave us with a sitter. And having our grandparents stay is almost like getting an early Christmas present. They spoil us rotten, let us buy cool things at the store, and stay up way past our bedtime. And they let us eat all of our favorite foods. Grandma and Pow Pow Spencer are mom's parents. They live in Georgia. Since it's so far away, we only see them two or three times a year when they come to visit us here in Houston, or we go to their place for holidays. Granny Washington lives in Corpus Christi, Texas, which is where Dad grew up. That's about a four-hour drive from our house in Houston, so we see her more often. Granny's husband, Clarence, died when I was four, four years old, and Cole was a small baby. We usually stay with her for a week in the summer and have fun playing in the sand and waves at the beach and visiting the Texas State Aquarium. Though she is a grandma, Granny doesn't seem old to me. She used to be a newspaper reporter and has, and has lots of neat friends she worked with all who live all over the country. Granny makes it easy for me to talk about things that I feel funny about t- telling my mom and dad like boys who like me, or fights I have with my friends. She lets me help cook, and even though I won't admit it to my friends, I still like to cuddle in her lap. Granny should be here any minute, says Mom. I'm going to finish, unpack, finish my unpacking. Your, your snacks are in the fridge. The last time Granny came to visit, she promised us to take us to the Children's Museum downtown, said Cole, munching on cheese, crackers and fruit, Mom had left for us. Well, I'd like to visit the new doll store that opened at the mall last month, I say. That's not fair, Cole cries. You know I don't want to go to the boring mall and look at yucky dolls. Kids, you are not going to have Granny running all over town when she comes, says Dad, overhearing our conversation and entering the kitchen. She needs to drive back home Sunday morning. And I don't want her to be worn out. And don't think about going to the mall, because I already told her that she is not going to buy you lots of extravagant gifts while she's here. After Granny arrives, we both rush to give her a big hug. She wears a blue and purple jacket with a swirly paisley paisley pattern on it. As usual, she smells delicious like flowers and cinnamon mixed together. Mom and Dad leave contact information for the hotel where they'll be staying and hit the road. How are my two favorite grandkids doing, Granny says with a smile. We're your only grandkids, I say, giggling. As usual, Granny didn't come empty-handed. She brought a set of bright nail polishes for me and some neat new toy cars for Cole. Thanks, Granny, we exclaim, giving her another hug. Granny spends a few minutes catching up with us about what's going on at school. She knew a little bit about the spelling bee because I had called her the day after I signed up and told her how Nathan had been acting. Sounds like, sounds to me like that young man has a little bit of a crush on you, Sophie, she muses. Otherwise, why would he be spending so much time worrying about what you're doing? "'Sophie and Nathan sitting in a tree. kissing. Jesus teases Cole. I pop him on the behind with the kitchen towel when Granny searches through the pantry for, for dinner fixings. She makes meatball and spaghetti, which is one of our favorites. Both of us gobble up every bit of food on our plates. When dinner is finished, Cole shows Granny some of his drawings, and I studied my spelling lists. About an hour later, mom and dad call to let us know they made it safely to Austin. Cole and settled down to watch a movie. As usual, we stay up way past our bedtime, laughing and talking with granny for an hour or so after the movie ends. She tells us funny stories about how she used to trick her younger brother, brother, and sister into giving her the coins when she was little. She'd tell them that a nickel was worth more than a dime because it was bigger. Then she tells us about some of the famous people she interviewed when she was a journalist, like the writer Maya Angelou and Dr. Mae Jemison, the first African-American female astronaut. Before she tucks us into bed that night, Granny reads us a story from Aesop's Fables book she bought us a few years back. Cole drifts off to sleep before the story's over. I share one of my fears about the upcoming spelling bee with Granny. Nathan has a list of words from the times when his sister was in the spelling bees so he has a head start on me. What if I don't know some of the some of the words since I haven't been studying all along? I wouldn't even worry about it, about that Sophie, she says. Just like in the story we finished reading about the tortoise and the hare, slow and steady wins the race. Focus on your own studying. Don't worry about what he's doing.